0: And we are live. Welcome to Muscle Flats, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you to Capital Brewing for uh, supporting the channel, always helping us out here and uh, providing us with some delicious beers. So cheers, Capital Brewing, and uh, welcome, guys. Thank you for coming in. Thank you
1: for having us, Nick. Welcome thank you back, for us. welcome Tommy. Good to see you, uh, great to see you,
0: Special K. One <laughs> and episode two guests back in the flat. Great to have you guys. What's been going on?
2: Made plenty. Too much. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> too
0: much, man. Um,
2: oh, man. Yeah, just the, 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 the possibilities, you know, created during the lockdown has just, just been mental, really. I mean, you'd think that the, the lockdown would rob you of everything. But the thing is, when you change your mindset,
0: it gives you everything and yeah. you've uh, been up in sydney Gek yeah, with a big show Head yeah we there. just
1: it was amazing man we played the the success stains live experience uh, with with the with the band with victor with josh live for the first time um and it's it's a vision i've been working on since like last october as far as this new punk direction we're exploring with the mixtape we're dropping next year um bringing the boys in having having the beautiful world that Tommy's helped to create with visualizing the stains and having these Uh, uv lights react and bring the stains to life visually um creating the interludes in the set so everything flows it's like this really it's this really big concept i've been building for a long time now and i think it's the first time that i'm really finding um my voice and my direction live and really presenting something that's that speaks to who i am um so that process has been super fulfilling and i I know that in canberra that's gonna like hit a whole new peak this weekend so i'm really excited about that
0: okay and you guys have partnered it up and a little bit on this project. Partners in crime, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the old days. The artist and the rapper together again. hundred. What's that look like?
2: Well, how, no, how, how do I start? um Yeah, look, it, it's it, it's been an amazing uh, you know journey uh, you know with Kirkland uh, and especially during the lockdown. You know, coming up with all this stuff, all this pent up energy. Um, you know, that's kind of coming out. You know, through the visual form, through his musical form. Um, you know, finding ways to, to, to find that kind of a resonance together, which is really important. Mm. Um, you know, we had a lot to say and we learned a lot of stuff, um, you know, during the lockdown. Yeah. You know, um, for me, for me, the most important thing was that when you're changing, when you're changing your, your location and the place where you, your point of creation, right? You can actually bring the same energy and vibe, um, to any space that you want. That's the beauty of it. I used to, you know, paint at the, at the City West Car Park, now known as Secure Car Park, and there was certain energy that was there. But when when the first uh, kind of lockdown in the beginning, uh, uh, you know, happened, um, it just changed everything. But there was a way how to kind of harness that so that you can actually create and bring that vibe to your own home. And it was really beautiful because my mm. family, you know, uh, yeah. you know, are there and the yeah. support is there. Um, you know, and it was just incredible. And and that was the thing that, that really kind of brought it together for me. So, What
1: yeah, was the man. process like of, of, I guess, transferring or realizing that energy in a different space? Was that more self-work? Was it more work in the actual new space in which you're working in to make it facilitate that energy? What was the process like for that?
2: Well, with that, it was first the logistics of it because I had to actually... A lot less
1: space, I guess, as well in, in, yeah, in the exactly. garage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And also in the garden as well. So mm. naturally, there are constrictions to this thing. But the thing is that once you kind of break through those limitations, you can actually find almost an infinite space in a finite space. So I wanted, because my vision during lockdown was even though everything is closed off, which it was literally, mm. the mind and the soul were inf- limitless. That's, that was my vision. And same with the arts. So I wanted to kind of bring that into the art and bring it into the, the physical space. So how to house and how to create uh, the space so that you can create that kind of free flowing art mm. you know mm. because you need an oasis where you know like you're not bombarded by media and all this kind of stuff you know you, it can get you down right yeah so you need that little oasis in place and i'm sure that you have the same kind of space i do right absolutely right yeah and 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 that allows you to to you know to find that purity in your your creation mm. and that's you know how i kind of worked it out so yeah
1: yeah, man. it's cool that you can do that with your family because I found <clears> that like I a few years ago moved out of my mother's place into into the pool house which I've now made into like my own sort of like personal studio and just pad That's and cool. like I mean yeah for me it's been like it's been dope being in con- total control of the energy in that place and putting in like a lot of a lot of I guess you call it like dharmic energy. Like I meditate there a lot. There's a lot of creative energy that I feel like kind of um, reciprocates around the space and is there all the time. So anytime I walk in there or yeah. I'm spending a lot of time there, I just go into this like comfortable, relaxed place of like, this is what this space is for. And yeah. being in that place 24-7 is, is so dope. Um, but it's great that you can facilitate that with your family there as well. And I know, yeah. I know you explained that your process kind of changed when you had kids as well Correct. and how that kind of at first might have been like, a little bit of a difficult pivot with your creative process, but Correct, then yeah. actually enhanced it, which is so cool. That you can like, that's you can right. find that flow with new people in new spaces. That's dope.
2: That's right. That's right. It's, 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 it's as with anything in life at first, it seems like a challenge, but then once you, once the energies kind of aligned and you go through the process of fine tuning, you can then <clears throat> kind of a- accelerate together, you know, and mm. that's kind of the beautiful thing, um, you know, with family, ha- having that support there, the help, you know, in certain kinds of, you know, key moments, you know, mm. having my wife videotape now, like, you know, on the TikTok. She did our and content. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, we'll see, the, co- we'll see the content soon. Definitely. You know, and it's just it's just so cool. Like, mm. you can actually turn it around. Yeah. That's the beauty of the, the lock. I mean, I know, I know it sounds weird, the beauty of a lockdown, mm. what's that? But... But if you, ch- if you change your, your mindset, you pivot, you literally pivot. You have to pivot, Yeah. right? You have to adapt to the situation. And because of that, uh, you know, a lot of things happen. I mean, during lockdown, I created, you know, like an art sale. Uh, you know, up promotion uh, for my work. Mm. So I had all these assets that, that that were kind of you know gathering dust, unfortunately, for a while. Mm. But then I realized that you know, back to my practice, uh, you know, like I wanted to showcase it. I wanted to bring the energy back to my practice, and you know, and, and kind of add new things to it, right? Mm. So the lockdown uh, gave me ch- gave me a chance to create new techniques, invent stuff, right? Same with your music as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 basically that can activate. Uh, you know, existing audience, you can expand into a new audience. There sure. are all these possibilities. So uh, it was it was an amazing experience, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was there, how much work was there before you kind of found that flow and found that fulfillment? Well, wh- how much work went into that? Because I know that for me, it was like, it was such constant work to not be affected by what was happening externally. Because I think initially for me, like start of last year as well, even just personally, I just got very um, anxious and caught up in, in the way things were and what was happening in myself yes. as well as the world. But it took a lot of work to, to focus more internally and to not be as affected by the, sh- the the state of my particular industry, which just went to shit. Yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> man, that, that took... Or... Yeah, absolutely. But it, yeah. Took, it took constant work to, to not be um, influenced by that in just like my daily... Uh, level of fulfillment or focus or happiness like it, it when you facilitate um it coming internally particularly in a creative, creative practice um it's a lot more fulfilling but like i said a lot of constant work so i'm curious to know how much work went into you finding that flow
2: well the thing with that is that yeah in the beginning of the year um you know things were, were quite hard and and you know and uh, you know the situation was getting worse with covid and all this stuff and and it was actually you know kind of affecting me emotionally you know, and yeah. emotionally mentally uh, it affected my practice and all this kind of stuff and then, I st- then there was a point where there was so much bad energy that I realized from the outside, people were telling me that, you know, you're acting a bit different now, right? Right. So from the outside, then it I could actually see, well, it, you know, it became apparent that yeah. I had to change. Yeah. So when I changed, uh, I realized that it wasn't only just the thoughts and everything. You had to actually physically change your space as well. When you were anchored in a new space, mm. that allowed you to grow. So... For me, I think the turning point was literally just ripping up the carpet and putting in a timber floor, <laughs> right?
1: Always liberating. Right, right. Yeah. A lot of work almost yeah. killed me.
2: <laughs> four, five, four, wait, wait, almost five days wow. of just insane toil, right? Yeah. Ripping up that carpet. I've actually got my and, carpet.
1: I want to get out, man. Can I call you around sometime and get that done? Is uh, that, is that we'll, it? we'll work something. Out. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank
2: you. So, but once that changed, everything changed, yeah. right? Yeah. My whole perspective of life is it's like, like I haven't been living before and then it actually affected my practice as well, mm. because it's like, you can make these changes in your physical space. You can make these changes in your, your practice. Yeah. Right. And it, it, yeah. So there's important moments like that, that, yeah. are, that are important anchors, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So yeah.
1: And recognizing that your environment and the people you're surrounded by like form so much of your own um, energy is, is really important, I think. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So God bless the lockdown. It's a bit weird saying that. <laughs> no, but like,
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you've said it positively as well yeah. because for me it was, it was the best um, two best years of my life personally as far as my own growth, but I don't say that lightly because it took a lot of work to achieve that just in myself. It wasn't easy in that way, um, but definitely the most rewarding for sure.
2: Like having a family.
1: Something I know very little about, but it, it sounds incredible, man, for sure.
2: Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing journey. It, yeah. it, it tests you to the very limits, but it also gives you beyond limits. Mm. Let's say that Boundless joy And and all the wonderful things in life And and, you know It's your legacy right I mean we have a family It changes everything Yeah Um, And I'm just quite blessed
1: Has it increased your output Simply because you want to work harder For your legacy now I guess Yes Yeah Absolutely
2: Absolutely Um, Yeah I I want I want my kids to have a future You know Mm. Um, I want them to find their path As well Um, But I'm still finding mine You know (laughs) Well said yeah.
0: So, yeah, you you mentioned earlier that <coughs> your um wife was helping you with the with the camera work. Now that you're in the home office, yeah, that's right. In the past, I've, uh, I've asked you about your um your process, and mm-hmm. sometimes you've h- held that quite close to your chest. I've always w- held it close what <laughs> what you actually yeah. do and mm-hmm. how you create your yes. um your pieces. Yep. Now you're sort of sharing a bit more of that. How has that been? Uh, share in those processes Has that been tough to do?
2: Uh, look, I mean To, you know, to, to break the drought So to speak was very difficult Because I wanted to kind of change things up a little bit And do something that was A little bit, you know, quite uncomfortable for me Right? I want to keep certain things A secret as an artist This, you know, It's your, it's like, you know, a magician doesn't want to give away All the, you know, secrets and that kind of thing mm. But I realised um, that if you let go of certain things like that, that you hold so dear, you're, you're like, when you actually let it go, you're letting in a lot more. So that was really uh, a bit of an epiphany for me because it let in a lot more people. Um, a lot more of my audience were, um, you know, they reacted to it. And I got a lot of DMs about it saying like, finally, you show how you do it. Mm. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? Um, and, and that was actually pretty amazing. I, I actually love that kind of attention, the energy that that gave mm. and, I, and, you know, and, and that actually kind of, uh, inspires me to go further with it, you know, mm-hmm. so to, to further the process. Um, and all of these things were actually kind of developed during the lockdown yeah. because that was me experimenting, trying to find new ways, um, you know, to, to manifest, uh, you know, that creative output. So, um, yeah, it's been exciting. I even
0: got some... Look
2: at this! Yeah, <laughs>
0: the Kirkland. Uh... That's Kirkland. This is the one. first
1: time you, you had this particular process, right, with the the power tool and.
2: It's the first time I ever recorded it. Right. First time ever. Well, um, I remember we
1: talked about this because I was saying like I remember I talked to you about I want to do like a BTS TikTok and stuff. Yep. And you're like, I don't usually have people in on the process that way. And then you, you you chose to, man, which was awesome. Thanks. Man. Um, but I totally would have understood if you didn't because, I like, was... yeah, like you. Oh, I think for me, it's more. It's not so much about giving away the keys of what I do. It's more about like I'm in a very um personal vortex of energy when I'm creating it's just very enclosed when I'm alone and and creating and stuff and I think if I had like a live stream on or a camera or something I think I would just be self-conscious and like less you know out of myself so
2: that's a very good point yeah yeah so
1: that's what I was concerned with you I didn't want to put you in that position but then yeah obviously you did it and I think I think it looks incredible and it's so cool letting people in on how we actually like approach this whole idea thanks man it's It's, really dope
2: I mean we had those conversations about and it was building up to something and just taking that risk and doing something a bit different that allowed a lot more stuff to come in right it was it was really quite amazing um, did that
1: come through feedback from other people as far as new yeah. ideas or new techniques or yeah
2: yeah yeah it came back through uh, you know feedback through people I had some really funny comments <laughs> there as well um, you know uh, with one of my friends who was playing with me at that time a little bit you know, yeah cuz he because he, he made fun of the idea of the stains but then I told him the concept through the DMS yeah and then he clicked cool and that's what i need to it. give is that
1: concept of that meaning as you well need to give it. exactly yeah.
2: so it's about the way that i understood <coughs> the stains concept was um that it's a reappropriation stains are usually a negative thing you know like a coffee stain you know a yeah. shit stain you know whatever yeah. right it's a negative thing mm. but the thing is that once you um you know you reappropriate it you mm. change its meaning yeah then you can use the same word but you can you can, you know, you say it differently. You know, mm. it's like uh, it's like Marcel Duchamp. You know, with the it's my favorite way of understanding it. It's like Marcel Duchamp with the um, the La Fontaine, the uh, you know, the the toilet. Right, turn it upside down, create an artwork from it. Right, reappropriated the meaning. right? Yeah. and I think this this it, it it's, it's a very exciting thing because it's it's gone on to my practice, and I start to see that my art is all about stains. Mm. It always Literally, ha- it it always has been. <laughs> yeah. You know, from all those years back, right? And they they, they have a life and energy of their own. Mm. It, it, like it literally flows through and goes into your body like mm. electricity, mm. right? And you feel it. You feel the waves, you feel the color, the frequency. I know it sounds a bit mental, but once you experience it, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Like it's a really beautiful thing, you know? So, yeah. Um, and that's why I went, I definitely, yeah, I was so interested in that concept and wanted to kind of, you know, take it a bit further you know, through the actual process as mm, well mm. Um, and give it that energy, right? Um, and also, yeah, it, it, it's just uh, creating a wonderful vibe.
1: 100%. You know, But it's, it's so joy. cool that you brought that to light, yeah. that element specifically, because for when I was building the Success Stains concept, originally I had this idea of like doing photo shoots and having the, the stains animated around me, but something about it felt very corny to kind of see them Visually, I think the idea is more mysterious when there's some sort of entity that you never see. You hear them in the live set, you understand what they are, but you never actually see them come to life. Yep. But like All you right. said, to see them viscerally and powerfully and glowing and seeing their power like what you've created, I think that that really excites me creatively. Um, and that's the first time people are seeing them in, in person. Um, but like you said, knowing knowing the power and, and trying to utilize it in a positive way because the the, the way the concept came about, I was, um, I was at a party mid-year roughly and I was talking to this girl who was hosting... Um, she was like doing gallery exhibitions as a fine artist yeah. and she basically was explaining to me that like she was really frustrated because she wasn't getting the kind of opportunities she wanted she wasn't getting the gallery openings she wanted she wasn't getting the exhibit she was going for and she was saying how she wants to kind of uh, adjust her practice or her, her art pieces to kind of better suit what she was going for objective wise and something like kind of clicked inside me because I realized that I'd done that before as well you know I'd, I'd release songs a certain way or maybe made songs shorter or released them at a certain time to okay. try and facilitate certain opportunities that I was going for at the time but then I realized that that kind of undermines the, the value of how much you, of yourself you put into the music exactly. and how art should be measured. And I think it really needs to be measured by how it helps the creator and how it hopefully helps the people that experience it or hear it or whatever, exactly. um, as exactly. opposed to how well it does milestone wise in the material world. Um, and I was just thinking about that whole idea of adjusting art and, and taking it further away from yourself and how much of yourself you put into it. Yep. Um, and then I went home with, with Josh, you B, my close homie and drummer. And we were talking about um, just the idea that in any creative process, like, it very quickly weeds out the people that are here doing it for the love and who aren't because it's a very difficult process just yes. to like facilitate doing what you love. Um, and that's not, you know, that art is not a life often celebrated. And I'm just thinking of that difficulty of, of defining what success is as a creative and how it's it's constantly changing for me and how I'm constantly not reaching it and constantly frustrated, but then kind of using that frustration and angst as like energy for me to f- fulfill what I'm doing even more and turning it into a positive and becoming one with that that potentially negative yeah. energy. Um, and that I think is how you ultimately realize success in self and your relationships materially, if that's a part of it as well. Um, but me trying to define what that is at this point in my life has, what is what the concept has become and, and seeing it brought to life, life visually, what you've done, I think is really dope. Um, so yeah, it was cool that you understood the concept and, 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 yeah, visualized it the way you did for sure.
2: I love it, man. I love the way you express that because yeah, artists go through this process where, um, you know, you question yourself, you don't get into this gallery. I've had the same thing, right? Yeah. I had to find different ways, you know. Social
1: media, I think, facilitates that on a regular basis. Ideas exactly. that you think are good, works that you're proud of, that may not engage the way you expect. Exactly. And you have to have a wall up between you and algorithms, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, right. yeah, it's wild. It's crazy.
2: It's crazy, right? Yeah. But it, I think the, the the takeaway from this is that you stay true to yourself. Yeah. That's the key. Um, you can always, you know, shape yourself and you do and you change. Mm. But the thing is your core beliefs and your core principles and the spirit of who you are, it will be the same that's who you are yeah right um you'll go through the you know the the, the you know the crazy shifts in life as mm. is happening now mm. but the thing is you're going to still steer your course you're going to navigate it the way that you will because that's how you're going to do it you definitely know? and and yeah for me it was important just to look inwards um and find out who i am really in this whole thing you know and that was the most important thing so
1: and that should lead all the decisions from there. Um, yeah. But I find the more you get caught up on things happening at certain times or facilitating certain goals as quickly as possible, the further away you can get from that connection to self like you described. So Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And then you feel unfulfilled and all this stuff. That right? constant cycle, right? Yeah. It's almost <laughs> you know, seasonal. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah that's that's absolutely. Right. That's right. So you got to remember who you are. So <laughs> how do right. you
1: how do you practice that? How do you stay close to your authentic self and and have that proximity to that when you're creating, when you're just living in general? How do you keep that proximity?
2: Um I look I mean I actually listen to a lot of different uh you know different kind of ambient music and stuff like that Dope. that 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 kind of brings my frequency up a little bit and that way and also different um uh, like soundscapes and stuff like that you know um I listen to Brian Eno I love his older works you know absolutely incredible cool. still to this day and obviously it will be timeless right yeah um you know and and it ha- I don't know it has a special effect in the brain um and you you know you it's like almost like you come back to that time when they were recorded and made but paradoxically they're absolutely timeless right mm. so there's a very strange kind of quality there and with certain kinds of music it resonates with me um and it and and I'm like yeah I understand this and it kind of switches me back and recalibrates me um you know to kind of find myself because that artist and I like his work and other artists as well um you know like they're finding their self through their, you know, through their process and through their creative output. Through you're their absorbing music. authenticity through what uh, you're hearing. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm absorbing that authenticity. And it's kind yeah. of reminding me of, you know, kind of coming back to that path again. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just centers you. It's almost like a meditation, right? It just a yeah. different way. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But I love that, that authenticity <coughs> and what that uh, Brian has created. Brian, you know, yeah. yeah. Is, is, is what's oh, inspiring sense. you to do the same. And that's what I've realized is that like, um, d- making all of your creative decisions around what's true to you and expressing or as many parts of who you are as authentically as you can. That's, right. that's what's gonna resonate with people the most. Yeah. That authenticity. Um, regardless whether they understand what exactly it is that you might be describing or talking about, the yeah. fact that it's so genuine and authentic, the more the closer it is to you, the more people connect to it. And that's what I've tried to refine in the in the creative process is like Writing songs, recording melodies, doing things that are that I feel are really me—that I that I dance around to and get excited about—and I feel like I'm me, really expressing something. Mm-hmm. And if I achieve that in my own little like into your little studio, then I'm I'm very ready to like share that instantly. Um, but that's the feeling, right? It's that authenticity. I think
2: it's the yeah, exactly. It's it's authenticity, but it's also the when you're doing it, whatever it is that you do, right, and you're happy doing it. Then yeah, you're authentic. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, it, right? No, 100%. <laughs> right? It just happens like me yeah. I'm doing this, I see the colors forming, I see the, the you know the, the 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 shapes and the motif yeah. coming together, you know, an idea. The interesting thing with this whole thing is that any creative output it starts as an idea, but the moment you have that idea, it's already manifested in the real world. Yeah. That's the strangest part. And if you I,
1: don't manifest it, it will manifest elsewhere.
2: Yeah, but it's already manifested. The yeah. only thing is that you've got to find it in your you know, world mm, in, in the mm, world as you understand mm. it. But the thought itself is that moment where it's actually here. Mm. To make it born in the the world in terms of where other people can see it, that's for you to manifest it, right? Yeah. It's a different type of manifestation. But yeah, um it's it, it just an amazing thing just to even see that. You know, the 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 power of the thought, the power of, you know, the expression. It's really important. So Yeah Yeah man.
1: That's a positive example of thought. I feel like other times you need to dismiss thought. Yeah, that's true. yeah pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> bad ideas for example yeah that's true that's true that's true, yeah that's true
2: you, you filter it out because of the the I, I see thoughts as color a little bit um it's the you know the frequency of it you know uh it's all energy man i mean if you you know you look at
1: yeah do you see different <laughs> kinds of thoughts as different colors
2: yeah kind of yeah like i see different like with, with went,
1: well, sorry when you're actually creating or do you visualize them when you think of them
2: yeah, it's it's actually both because when, when 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 I think about something and I'm very excited about it, mm. then a lot of the energy will come out and it'll be like orange or almost red. Almost in a like almost like a warning, but but yeah, it's, it's it there's a lot of energy there. Something's you know, it's it's kinda like a bubbling from the surface, right? It's revealing yep. itself. And other times it's kind of calm and blue and things like that and tranquil and, and it's it's also nice. So there are different kind of, you know, color frequencies for different ideas. And of course, when you're painting, you can kind of envision where things are going to be moving and how they're moving, because you're moving it just by your thoughts. That, anyway, that's what I believe. Anyway, so.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I've I've discussed this with people that see people in colours, like see people in certain colours, like creative colours of purple and yellow, or blues <coughs> or reds. Um, I've heard other creatives discuss seeing people in, in certain colours, which is interesting.
2: Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. people, I think people kind of see an aura. I don't know. I, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. And I definitely Maybe think something. of, it, whenever I have an idea, I instantly think mm-hmm. of a colour palette. Like what colour would this be? Yeah. Um, what aesthetic would this look like? I love like creating worlds around songs and colour is definitely the first thing that comes to mind. As to what emotion you feel, I think like Impulse, which we worked on together as yes. well, yes. was like completely purple and pink and mm-hmm. very feminine and very soft and very warm. Um, and that was the instant, when I wrote the song, that was the instant colour.
2: You can feel it, right? Definitely. You can feel that vibration of that color. It's really, yeah, yeah. it's it's quite powerful. I mean, ever since I've I learned uh, about Vasily Kandinsky um, and the way that he looked at color Magic. and all that kind of stuff, right? And like like a certain note would, would be a certain color, you know, like a C sharp or C major would yeah. be like a kind of, I think he said it's like a kind of red or an orange or something like this. Yeah. And, and then you can kind of navigate through it in terms of color what you're actually putting forward how other people are going to see it you know Mm. Uh, some really cool things there so well this was all color based this was all
1: like choreographed lighting and different colors to express different moods yeah this is where we met actually yeah so i was thinking about this on the way we i was doing the the photo shoot before the video with my homie adam at josh's studio and josh called me like maybe the day or two before and was like i have this this fine artist friend of mine Why don't you somehow incorporate his works into the shoot? And I was like, yeah, cool. Like let's, let's try it. Um, so we literally put your, your works projected as images behind me and then got my silhouette with the different backgrounds, which we then used to, to, um, market the, the show where we actually animated your works and tied the concepts of certain songs to certain works of yours. Like I remember Luna, um, one of your works I tied to clarity, um, because I felt like that was a very ethereal added this world kind of moment in the set so we actually tied together the concepts of the songs with your works then animated them i don't know if anyone even cared that we did that but i thought i thought it was like amazing (laughs) so that was a really dope first collaboration for us and this is now the second with the outfits which is which is dope
2: of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i I love the whole concept of it you know bringing in that kind of fine art into the music space and 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 giving people uh you know like a different kind of experience yeah you know from the artist's point of view Mm. in this sense you know and and the way that the way that it gelled, um, you know, like in, in the actual performance and things like this and in the video um, was just, it was quite remarkable, actually, mm. the, way that, the way they come together. And there was also another piece called Butterfly, which was in UV. I that remember was that actually, one. That was one of my absolute favorites, especially yeah, yeah. against your black uh, silhouette. The contrast was really quite special. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it was amazing, man.
1: Yeah, dude, that was, that was dope. Um, and it, it's so much fun, like collaborating with, with fun artists, like, like yourself to bring the visual elements of these things to life. Like I actually met, randomly met, um, a, a lovely guy in camera named Jonathan Zalakos, who's like a, 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 ju- he started doing jewelry at the ANU, like yeah. gold and silver and stuff yeah. like that. And we're working on the success stains grill for the show this weekend, <laughs> yeah, cool. which I'm really excited about. It's super <laughs> dope. Cause originally I was just like, yeah, grills, we are just give you like a play grill. Yeah. Uh, but then we started talking like, again, talking about the concept and he was like, you know, what if they were kind of like dripping a little bit, like they were actually the stain kind of like yeah, cool. embodying you know in your actual mouth as you speak and stuff yeah, yeah. so now that i don't actually have any photos of this or anything just yet but you'll see them in person but um yeah they're literally again an element of the stains and i think what's cool about grills is they're very they're very much um in line with like confidence and mm. and um you know i guess ego and hip-hop as well like having blinked out iced stack grills and stuff yeah, yeah. but i like that these um these are a representation of that confidence as well because man of oh my word the song that i released with um with spacey that we're performing live that was like the most confident thing i've made and I've really, really enjoyed exploring what authentic confidence really is with this release. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we put this out together. And yeah, the, the, if you listen to the lyrics, like it's it's very confidence talking about swerving girls and like running the game for like 18 summers, like that, you know, 18 years, like just being, you know, extremely confident, but I worked really hard to feel this confidence. You know what I mean? I wrote a song every day for at least a month in lockdown and then wrote this idea in one take. And the whole song is actually recorded in one take, all the final vocals as well. Um, And I love testing, like, is this authentic or am I pushing it too hard? Because I felt that confidence when I dropped the J. Cole freestyle and I said, I'm the J. Cole of Canberra. You know what I mean? I'm really pushing the envelope on, like, what's borderline cocky, right? (laughs) But but I felt that confidence authentically and I worked really hard to feel that. I wasn't coming out trying to give myself a false label or anything. I really believe, I I do believe that I'm at that level now of at least authentic confidence. So it's been so much fun playing with what that is and seeing, like, trying to understand why... Uh, that can be perceived as ego, why that can rub people the wrong way. When hopefully it should inspire you and anyone's, you know, doing doing things with that level of confidence. And I, yeah, I'm loving, loving playing with that idea of what what ego versus like authentic confidence really looks like, and understanding and recognizing ego when it's coming in too strong as well, because that's it's a, it's a very um, it's a powerful. Uh, Master, but a dangerous slave, for sure. It is. Other it way is. around, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was dope. This I worked on with uh, a lovely guy named Adam Del Potso. He animated the this whole video with some yeah. test footage. <laughs> yeah, so this wasn't even meant to be the final footage. Nick and I shot this pre-lockdown as like, yeah, let's try out what we're going to do with the actual video. Yeah. Uh, and then this is all I had in lockdown. So I managed to get in touch with Adam, animated it, and it, it became like what wow. it is now. Wow. But this is not final footage at all. So it's cool that Adam can That's make amazing. it as incredible as it is.
0: That's amazing, man. Yeah. How rough footage is, is good. Yeah.
1: for real footage anyway 100% and the world he brought together was so dope it's
2: raw it's powerful yeah and it's real
1: yeah and you're actually seeing you know elements of the stains in this as well Um, the lightning there's a a big part of nature in this as well Um, feeling like source and natural energy from lightning from water in Spacely's verse um, you're seeing the consequences of the stains and the earth being scorched by this confidence as well so it's kind of exploring the negative side of ego Um, yeah And then in I Don't Want to Be Famous, the second song I released with, with this first track, um, I'm definitely exploring the more like, yeah, I'm still coming off the back of this confidence. But like, again, I'm like, am I only being loved because I'm, I'm this way now? Like, as I get closer to success, is that, is that the reason people are going to like me? Wait a minute, all the people that are successful are like really struggling to even like stay alive. Yeah, like, exactly. what am I even chasing anymore? And then I Don't Want to Be Famous kind of goes a bit, a bit dark in that sense. Um, so it's definitely a, a duality of, of exploring that confidence. And it's definitely not... Um, all positive for sure It's yeah, definitely exactly. There's a cost that comes to that yeah. That level of confidence I think
2: I think there's a beauty In that kind of journey Where you're going through Your your lowest of lows And your highest of highs You know Yeah. And everything in between Right um, there's, there's real power to that Because we all go through that uh, You know To some extent Right mm. But sometimes um, You know Like when you Like when When you're just about to hit that fame And stuff like that Everything changes from that point mm. And then the real question is you change with that and ultimately you do change to an extent right but the thing is with the confidence you're you know you're kind of going through a wave and that wave has a certain kind of trajectory within that kind of environment you know yeah and and but if you're true to yourself you will you will you you'll find your way through all of this I think what's that what what's really cool about that is that you're using nature and you know, as as you talked about the power of source and things like this, mm. right? Like the lightning, the the water, all these kind of energy flows. Because yeah. they're flows. Um, you know, and 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 that's a a, a really primal thing, um, you know, for all kind of creatives, you know, to kind of sense that, to feel that. I think subconsciously we all do, you know? It's interesting to get told about it and then you know you've, you've kind of got a bit of a direction with it but i think ultimately we all kind of understand it i think it's more universal yeah it's a very powerful message
1: yeah and as yeah. the where you get the confidence from as well when it comes yeah. from somewhere internal i think it's a lot more powerful if you're yeah. if you're becoming successful materially and getting sort of wins and you're riding this high of like man things are happening things are great that's going to end at some point that's not that's not infinite i've yeah. definitely explored that before as well um so yeah, if it's coming from from somewhere internal, that's not subjective to what's happening externally. Again, that kind of that seems to have more longevity to it as well. Yeah. Um. A point, yeah. And doing it in a way that, like I said, hopefully, hopefully inspires and and spreads good energy. Um. And doesn't put put people off. And I think the best way to test that is just the people you keep around you. And if no, if no, if, no. if they're at all call you out, going, come on now, like this is a bit much. Um. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. It's great to have the right people guiding you as well.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a wild ride It's <laughs> crazy
1: but um but it's so much fun man and like and leading into that concept um just beginning it with that and then going into like the more the more punk songs oh shit okay that fully fell off moving <laughs> around <laughs> i was ca- no no i was actually holding it up the whole time let's fix this up real quick yeah it kind of kept like moving this way a bit yeah it's actually Can you sing a song, please, Tom? <laughs> Can you sing one of my
2: new singles? <laughs> it, we are experiencing technical <laughs> difficulties.
0: Everyone's gonna get the nice sound
1: of <laughs> <laughs> You just wanna give me a shot, bro. I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it. I won't I won't touch it again. I'll just let you do, yeah. yeah.
2: So much energy, Daniel.
1: Dude, I was, <laughs> I was holding it up. I promise I didn't break it. I have nothing but respect for the mustard flats uh, tech. Cool. I'm just going to leave it somewhere and then, yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so it's great. It's great starting with this concept and these songs and that confidence and then going into, the again, the duality, man, the angst that I, I think punk holds. That's why I'm really excited about the the punk style we're working on because I think there's always so much like angst and emotion in that particular kind of music, a lot of like big confident energy but still a lot of angst and, and regret and and disdain and I love that balance and that's why I think that, that emotional energy and that music is why I'm being pulled in that direction i'm really excited about it for sure
2: it's very cool man it sounds really good it's raw and it's got a lot of
1: raw is definitely
2: it's got a bite to it right yeah yeah. and that's the thing that you know people like you know many people have been locked down they've gone through all these kind of emotions yeah myself included yeah um you know and we want to express it sometimes sometimes you just want to you know just go
1: (laughs) yeah hundred percent what's going on you know yeah
2: um you know, and the, yeah, you need an outlet for that. And I think the music's, uh, you know, it's a very important kind of uh, tool for this. Uh, and the art as well, the, mm. the, the actual, the visual art as well is kind of a, is an outlet too. It's, it's, it's kind of like the frustration has gone past, but you kind of, you, 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 you harness it differently mm. and you turn it into a positive, which is exactly what the whole concept with stains is, right? The success stains, you make your stains a success right so it's uh it's 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 just really cool to be
1: part of it 100 percent, right? man i love yeah. the concept resonated so deeply with you because i think as creatives we can all i mean anyone that's been through lockdown really and had to do that kind of work and understand um yeah i, I don't know what success kind of is and feels like and redefine that now that we have had to slow down and kind of reset certain goals and stuff like it's been it's been a great time to define what that is for sure for
2: sure man for sure and there's a lot more around the corner so to speak right? heaps this is all just the start really this is the start yeah i can feel it yeah um, i can really feel it and uh Maybe we might be doing some things uh, next year.
1: Yeah, man, yeah. in the NFT space. Yeah,
2: and more.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah. What's you first? Tell us
2: Sorry.
0: about those. Ah, Are they're, they're still. You... Uh...
1: could be a long chat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, we got a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, after you, I think I think you know more about it than I do at this point. Uh, so.
2: All right. Well, look. I mean, I chucked up a couple of artworks on uh, on Rareable, mm. so I've been verified there, and uh, you know, you can search me up, Tommy Balog art. Um, and Buy Tommy's NFTs. Yeah, I've got a few up there. Sick, dude. Got a few up there. So oh, yeah. started to even get a few followers, just pretty cool. Um, and yeah, and I started to get into. Um, well, I started to understand the difference between having part of the Rareable collection and the Cocoa NFT collection, which is quite intriguing. So if you guys get into it, the Cocoa NFT um, is, I guess, a free NFT from your Instagram post. So every Instagram post can be made into an NFT. But the only difference is um, that when you use the ether scan, you won't be able to see it because it technically won't be um, inscribed on the Ethereum blockchain. It's on its own separate blockchain. Does
1: Instagram own that NFT or have a stake in it or anything like that if it's Instagram I'm
2: content? I'm not, not 100% sure, mm. but I think um, Coco NFT uh, have passed it by Instagram. I don't mm. know whether, it's, whether they've collaborated on, uh, collaborated on it, but... Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, but the rareable one, obviously you have to pay the minting fee and all this kind of stuff, right? Mm. The gas fees. Um, and they're quite high. Look, fair enough, you know, $100 plus for each image is not cheap. Um, you know, but it depends on the time of day and all this kind of stuff. How many people, are, you, know, you know, on their computers, you know, mm. doing that. So um yeah but it's been fun you know i've even had a couple of offers as well so it's been a, you know a bit of a ride <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. right
1: what what would determine like the value of say this artwork fluctuating in the nft space is there anything like in the art world that like is it kind of like the stock market would it kind of influence how how valuable your work is
2: i mean from what is I, it off
1: your own success as like a celebrity or an artist like what what's kind of the main thing
2: well the th- i mean i'm quite new to it myself you yeah know, you know, to be honest, um, I think that, uh, uh, as with anything, um, uh, having intrinsic popularity or the original popularity you have obviously will extend your reach, um, mm. through, you know, the NFT space. And especially if you have an audience, um, you know, a large audience that like what you do and value what you do, then naturally that will define, um, you know, your, your price in the market mm. and your sellability and all this kind of stuff. Um, so but for me it's been fun because it's it's like I've had to go through the process of getting a wallet which is quite Unusual, right? And then you have to get Coinbase and then you've got to transfer Yeah, I, I got money. into crypto
1: recently. Yeah. I have to get like four different apps just to transfer funds into like the Metamask yeah, world and man, That's it's, right. it's crazy. And
2: Metamask has failed me many times. I've even had to re-download it. I've watched it, so right? many YouTube tutorials <laughs> yeah. on how to use Metamask. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm
1: getting coins that aren't on the main, you know, Ethereum <laughs> Bitchains, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's like,
2: what? What is this? We don't yeah. really understand what we're doing. To do no, 100%.
1: But no, that's the reason I hesitated because I, I had a few ideas. Like I created this um, this Instagram filter recently for Success stands, and I had this idea of like getting people to use the filter, like, you know, react using it, record it yep. and putting together a collectible series with each reaction with like, you know, an unreleased song hidden in each, each collectible and doing five or six of them, something like that. Yep. But yeah, like you touched on, I feel like everyone that I've, I've kind of like observed doing it, like Timberland doing his um Opera Noir NFT series where he would like literally sell samples of an upcoming unreleased record as NFTs and collectibles that people could then use in their own production and stuff like... That's all off the back of Timberland or Snoop Dogg having like a a virtual mansion, which people are now buying real estate next to and stuff. Like yeah, it's yeah. all based off celebrity. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure out, like I was talking to Monograph, a company in the states that's co-founded by Kyle McCory the founder of NFTs, and they were saying they were like encouraging getting the celebrity presence. Like they were like, can you get like T Pain to use the filter or something? Mm. And I was like, I don't want to hit up T Pain and like ask him <laughs> to use the filter. Like it's kind of whack. But yeah, I'm trying to find out a way that's like that I can make something that's cool in the market yep. that's not based off celebrity. That's just like a really dope. Like dude, awesome. our, our outfits and like a live performance. With hidden collectibles and stuff like exclusively in the NFT landscape, that'd be sick. I think but I good. I don't understand enough about what what you know makes the market like more valuable in that sense.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, I'm kind of the same. I'm just I'm a bit of a bit of a newbie to this whole thing. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's a look. I mean, it's a very big marketplace, right? Yeah. And the ones that are really on top are the ones that have created something original, um, you know, and uh, and it resonates with 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 people. Um, mm. And yeah, of course, celebrity is obviously a bit of a driving force to it as well. Yeah um but yeah we'll look we'll we'll feel it out quote unquote
1: 100 (laughs) percent. yeah and just just make something cool like i love the idea of releasing a song as an nft exclusively Mm. um yeah so just trying to talk to the right companies in australia and overseas and seeing what the what the approach is for next year
2: yeah yeah i mean look i'm considering well well for next year i'm considering doing a couple of uh snippets of the video for the vortex works sick and then having uh nfts of those uh during process so for one particular piece I may even actually destroy that artwork, who knows, right? So then you will have the, uh, you know the, the art will be the version pro- yeah, yeah correct so yeah. the artwork will be in the digital domain it'll be the spirit of the artwork but the process left.
1: of the artwork or the actual final artwork
2: uh, I'm still considering maybe having the original or yeah. adding the original with the the whole package or what you know there's still a lot of different possibilities yeah because
1: right? if there was a way right. to capture the process and the final art as yeah. one digital piece that'd be, that'd cool. be incredible yeah. that'd be dope that'd
2: be pretty amazing actually. Mm. yeah so see, see man we, we,
1: you know, we, we're getting, yeah, there. We're, we're getting, we're getting there we're close we're close January yeah ideas flowing right <laughs> Love it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, you got um, NFTs live as well, right? Yeah,
0: you do. Yeah, we got the Mustard Flats NFT. Guys, N- cop that. Anyone. Uh, yeah, go for I'll them. take any big. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: cop that tonight.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's just really fun. Yeah. That's yeah. the main thing with NFTs. Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to, uh, like, the um, the big ones selling them for millions of dollars, but yeah. you got to start somewhere. And I was when I first heard about NFTs was curious about what the impact would be on smaller artists like Mm -hmm. up and coming artists. Is there going to be a place for them? And as it's going, it seems like it's harder and harder, obviously, because there's so many people. But do you think that still is a possibility that it is a place where you can get your art at the ground level of these like
2: people? It's possible, I reckon. But look, I'm mean, using
0: that as a way to grow your practice and stuff.
2: I think it's possible, but it's it's with it, it's almost like a social media platform. You have to start liking and sharing and commenting on other people's NFTs to get the right. attention back on you.
1: Right. Right. So it's a community. Mm. So it's a
2: community. It's mm. an organic growth thing. It's, it's, it's very similar to, you know, like a social media platform. Um, so, you know, but I think originality of idea and timing and stuff like this um, you know, and having a good cohort, you know, behind you in terms of mm, your audience and mm. stuff like that, they can actually propel you forward in that space. These are all kind of things that they, they enhance, you know, the way that you are seen within that space. Cause it, it's a very crowded marketplace. Everyone's jumping on it because they saw, you know, me, me included. I mean, you know, th- uh, who was the, um, what's his name? Dob- do-
0: Doppel or something? Doppel. What's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I, I was thinking the, of the big
2: one. The big one, yeah. yeah. With uh, the five thousand or yeah. ten thousand days. Yeah, I was trying that up. The the
1: 5, one, one that days, I so the that that one, that, one that got me into it was a guy named Wilson, an artist friend of mine from Sydney. Beeple. 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 Beeple.
0: Doppel. Doppel. Doppel.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or board eight. Board eight went pretty big. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, then there's those those two different categories. There's like Mm. the kind of collectible ones and then there's the artwork ones. Correct. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was one of the most amazing ones. I think it was rightfully so, um, sold for so much because the the concept is really quite amazing. The artist, you know, he tries and tries and tries for 5,000 days, right? How many? That's like, what, 13 Mm. years or Mm. whatever it is, right? Yeah. And it's like failure after failure, but he knows that one day it's going to become something. So he creates a complete mosaic of all of these concepts. And it becomes an amazing visual representation of that. You know, it's uh, it's very well done. Um, well, And it's a great inspiration. Of course, the money is incredible. And what was it, 70 million or something?
0: Yeah, right. 70 million.
2: Yeah, something like that. So wow. it's pretty incredible. Um, so that obviously inspired me to get into the space as well, have try, it. my luck, have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Um, you know, and have a cryptocurrency, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> The, the Way one the future, that man. I
0: really <laughs> found interesting is that a Melbourne guy, um, Lush Sucks, oh, he, wow. he's probably now Australia's <laughs> <Musk>. uh, most, <laughs> high, highest earning contemporary artist <laughs> wow. in Damn. Australia right now, this guy. And it's just from... It's legal, right? It's from memes <laughs> oh, yeah. and and yeah, uh he, he's <laughs> so the so stocks plummeted true. so hard the moment <laughs> it's, it's that so happened <laughs> he's a graffiti artist oh who, who po- that's awesome. who uh, does his own take on me- uh, on memes and stuff, yeah, yep. and he did kind of what you were talking about in selling the every post of his instagram, and it he sold every post and it's like a he sold his feed for like $4 million. Yeah, wow. Wow. Because everyone's just buying one little thing. But he was doing this work for that many years, painting hundreds of walls, thousands of walls, and he kind of just nailed it. Amazing. Really interesting. So
1: do you own... Well, obviously you can't own the original artwork if it's on a wall, but I guess yeah. that's the only form of that artwork yeah. in existence. So you'd yeah. own the original artwork, I guess. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, I mean, then we could do, you know, whether it's a painting or, a, you know, something you just take a photo of that and then do the same thing.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Wow. It's
0: a really cool NFT. Very though. dope.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the one that I was inspired by Or it by could
0: was all just be hype and like, it'll fade
1: away yeah i know there's marketing within the crypto space like pr and stuff you can do to really like yeah i don't really understand how that works but um but no the guy that i was really inspired by was a guy named wilson from sydney who um he made the first ar um reactive instagram filter reaction series like i was talking about so you got a bunch of people to do what i was thinking of doing because i saw him do it um and his nft went from like zero to 80k value in like four months because he was the first person um in the world to do that kind of reactive kind of um collectible i think it was Um, which is dope. And now he works for the company that minted the NFT named Monograph in the States. And um, yeah, it's definitely, it's a crazy world, man. It's so exciting. And I think it's really going to take away the power of labels with artists because artists will take like 100% of those royalties if they remain independent. And it's just, it's just streamlining the, um, yeah, the selling of their art straight to their audience.
2: Yeah. And they get royalties on every sale. (laughs) It's really
1: cool. Yeah yeah it's really cool so but the thing is too that I've that I've been talking to people about is protecting the, the original copyright so that however many hands it's passed on to like if it's sold on you still make 10% perpetuity of those rights as it's passed on to every other person exactly. it's sold to right. in the crypto space exactly. that's the big valuable thing I think you need to focus on that's the valuable thing
2: yeah so it's, uh, it's amazing <laughs>
1: yeah that's a passive income man for your kids and it, and, yeah it's abs- crazy absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely wow.
2: a lot to think about
1: heaps man heaps of plans for and sure
2: AFT's.
1: yeah <laughs> we'll see, but I can see our work's definitely being like a part of that for sure,
2: yeah, especially with the things that may happen next year right yeah, yeah. very, very excited about that and um yeah, a lot of possibility, man hundred percent you know the stains a concept man i'm gonna I'm gonna run with it quite a bit <laughs> into next year hundred so.
1: percent what do you see us performing in the actual works you've created man it's it's wild that it's like wearable art, it's crazy it's really cool, it's That's next really level cool.
0: yeah. thanks man. Can, how did you we see yeah. a um a work? Created on stage.
1: That's on, pretty wild. On
0: those new, oh, on, a, on wow. a new set of jumpsuits. Yeah, created live. <laughs> yeah. Very wild. Under UV. <laughs> yeah. yeah Sprayed yeah.
1: with the vortex. The Still issue was the, the paint, or not the issue, but the thing for us was the paint took so long to dry. It had yeah, to like sit there yeah. for like you know four or five days.
0: Yeah. And the crowd might cop a few <laughs> stains. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little bit too involved in the in the concept. Yeah, yeah. But now it's bulletproof. Like that stuff sticks so hard. It's great. Oh, um, great. Okay, it, cool. It'll it'll stay on for sure. Fabulous. Yeah, Right. No, very cool, man. I think that that whole like you know cinematic element to the set and having that concept tying it together it makes it makes the songs just so much more impactful when they're part of like these acts that we put together the four acts and the four moments of the stains integrating and yeah. how I find them in the storm at the start of the video that you saw earlier and I'm yeah. kind of like the the I haven't even visualized the journey yet uh, tangibly but the the idea is that like I'm lost at sea and these these stains like emerge from this storm and they kind of see it. that I've come far enough to be to find them and, and be near them. But they say like, look, we've seen we've seen men of your spirit here like a million times before. What makes you special and different? Um, and then I kind of throughout the set, try and prove myself to the stains. And then they they kind of recognize that I'm carrying a lot of, a lot of um, I guess, past demons, maybe traumas. And they're going, look, we see that you're carrying this with you. But if you can kind of bring those moments from the past that have caused you, caused you so much pain and recreate them now as, as a tool of strength, we can like really... You know, take you somewhere that you can't possibly imagine, and then I then I slowly start to try and do that and w- do that work, and then they uh, then then I'm kind of reluctant and I go, man, this is all well and good, but like you're terrifying, like you're <laughs> so powerful and potentially evil. I don't know if this is the right move. And they go, let's just show you like what we can do together. Yeah, and they yeah. give me a taste of that power. And then, yeah, we slowly decide to integrate, and and we become one. And I've kind of we've kind of negotiated and how it's going to work, and then we integrate fully. But the key is that I'm integrating them in a way that speaks to who I am, and they're not controlling me; they're enhancing who I already am. And in a way, they were kind of there the whole time for me to begin with. Uh, and that's kind of the journey of the live set throughout the the 13 songs we're doing. It's like it's like the biggest set we've done, um, and with each interlude and and each. Um, yeah incorporation of the stains that you see with the lights visually that's that that journey kind of coming to fruition and by the time we reach the end of it it's just it's just peak insane hype and energy and confidence <laughs> with the the grills and everything so like it's, it's it's a fun journey for sure oh
2: man imagine the energy that you project out you know imagine the energy that they're getting you know the audience right? yeah well dude first first
1: headline shows in like two years man like it's it's surreal that it's been that long um yeah, and, and to have this kind of, I mean, even last week, having this kind of level of creative release of how many increments the boys and I put into the music and the presentation, the work we've done, yep. um, the release is just insane. And I know that this weekend's going to be like stupid, so I'm I'm <laughs> so excited. Yeah,
2: awesome, man. Well, well, try to see you
1: there. Hundred percent, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. But it's it's so weird when you're like, you know, as 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 I'm sure you were as well, being in that like insulated internal space for so long, and then suddenly like you're like back and people are experiencing all these ideas you've had mm-hmm. and suddenly they're, again they're measurable as far as like how good they are if I'm able to to pull off the the objectives I have when I release this music like all of a sudden I'm like very close to realizing all the ideas that I have as far as the way I want this music to hit and how I want to be the first artist in Australia to properly do this new wave funk stuff and pull it off mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden that you, like yeah I think the closer you get to like to goals that you set the the more attached you become the closer you get to them being realized. Mm-hmm and i've really just tried to keep the balance and energy that i had throughout lockdown of just like being focused on the process and being fulfilled from that and not being too um yeah too caught up in what's happening externally yeah, and trying to maintain that while everything goes back to full speed is a really interesting challenge um but again just focusing on the process is like the best thing i come back to i guess
2: beautifully said uh focusing on that process same with me it's the you know, you go through this. It, it's a crazy journey, right? I mean, you, you know, you're back to normal now. I can start to perform and do things. You know, because I perform too. I mean, I, I do yeah. like you know, like I used to do live paintings, right?
1: Spoken so word poetry, right? Huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Interpretive dance. <laughs> Interpretive
1: yeah, dance. I saw, I saw any of comedy acts, man. It wasn't. It was great. With power
0: <laughs> drills and paint <planes laughs> dripping everywhere. <laughs> <it. laughs>
2: oh man uh yeah so it just yeah it's really cool just to get that 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 vibe again you know you know you can start to create again you Mm. know publicly i mean next year is going to be exciting might be doing a couple of public artworks with the new you know technique um and yeah and i just want to see how it works not just in the horizontal but in the vertical that's going to be interesting
1: yeah yeah we'll
2: see how that's going to work out how that plays out so
1: when you do you mean um (laughs) painting Upright, not on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. exactly. you usually do it on the ground, right? Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. of
2: course. Panels are, you know, laid out. You know, Jackson Pollock, you know, you drip, drip the paint, you mm. pour the paint. Or... Does
1: he ever paint vertically? Does he ever like chuck paint at the um, vertical canvas?
2: It's kind of funny because I think his wife, his first wife, I believe, um, um, is kind of credited for his technique, really. Uh, what? <laughs> something like this. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he ran with the concept very far, obviously um did but, she just kick
1: a, pan, a can of paint over one day and he was like this is it. it or like what, what is it? <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> this is genius maybe, what maybe. exactly was it
2: it's 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 you know it's kind of is like, she an artist uh, as well or is she just like i believe she was an artist yeah cool. i think he dated a lot of different artists so um yeah, yeah so uh, yeah she's kind of credited for that kind of thing i forgot her name but um it's kind of like uh you'd have a canvas normal right but it's not on the ground it's as a normal canvas when you're painting right yeah uh, inclined on an easel and she'd just kind of slash some paint and stuff like that that energy I think he took a lot of that but this is just a you know it's kind of half theory of mine but I read mm. some things about it uh, in places so yeah it's kind of forming something and and I think that yeah but let's see what happens when when we go vertical with this technique it's just going to be it's going to be so different mm. that it's just yeah um, it, it 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 makes me uncomfortable but I'm very excited at the same time. Because of what's possible, right? Mm. You know, um, and uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Next year, man. <laughs> oh, <No, laughs> huge things. What we're we gonna do? My goodness.
1: Is yeah. collaboration a big part of your your process?
2: I am embracing it in a big way um, because before I was, you know, quite insular a little bit. You yeah, know? I was concentrating on things of my ideas, blah blah blah, all this, right? But when I started to, um, you know, let let in other people's concepts and ideas and things like that. It actually made me flourish a bit as well. I loved it. The collaboration energy is really beautiful mm. because it can amplify together. Um, and yeah, when we're resonating with you know with you know with our project and mm. um, and it's just been the most beautiful ride I, I've had actually. So I've absolutely loved it.
1: Can't wait wa- to hear that, man.
2: Can't can't wait for next year. Yeah, dude. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, no. That's why I asked the question because I've i found that like for example with like this punk sound that I'm building in the punk mixtape, like going to different producers or songwriters in, in Sydney, for example, and going, you know, this is where I'm at. These are the ideas that I've got. And and I kind of go, let's like recreate, you know, um, Rage Against the Machines, Battle of Los Angeles, like Blink-182's Anima of the State in like a current context, like give them that reference and seeing how people respond to that. Yeah. It's definitely taken it in weird and wonderful ways that I couldn't have possibly predicted or wanted to go in myself. Um, and it's really cool. I, that's what I meant about collaboration. It's just really cool getting other people's inputs and hearing how they respond to your ideas, yeah. and then things facilitating that you weren't necessarily planning on. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, then the vision kind of starts to form. You're like, okay, sure. yeah. It's, it's like
2: it's like normal almost after. <laughs> it's like yeah, hundred you know, percent. It's like because it, at first it's like you're a bit vulnerable because you are right well you need to be i think you need to be yeah 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 yeah, you need to be and that and then things start to come in into you yeah and then a lot more comes out that you never thought you could do yeah i never thought i could do this or you know or do the vortex or even take chances in certain you know certain parts of the process definitely and that just it just it just brings it to another tier yeah you know um of energy and the purity of that energy yeah Um, so yeah, let's just see what kind of crazy stuff we're
1: gonna <laughs> do. Definitely. You know. But you have to be open though. You have to be open to like it, it not going remember. the way that you envisioned or relinquishing a great idea that you had yeah, that exactly. you might be really attached to and really proud of. Be like, Okay, let's let's sacrifice that for the betterment of the overall project and like, you know, exactly. go that way. But um I think I think yeah, collaboration has really taught me like openness and trying to practice egolessness and just mm. trying to make the best thing possible and being of service to that idea, yeah, not to you. Um it's cool it's, it's been a really good process for sure
2: yeah that's right and it shapes you that's yeah. the beauty of it yeah right? absolutely because all these new things coming in you're a bit uncomfortable yeah right and and yeah and it's just you flourishing it's beautiful man
1: absolutely dude and i love i love so much like with with you or with adam the guy did the video just being like here's literally everything that i've thought of and can do now literally just do the full extent of whatever that means to you Mm -hmm. like full creative control on your end do your thing (laughs) and then it yeah that it just is what it is um but that definitely comes with like a lot of faith and confidence in the people that you work with of course Mm -hmm. um but yeah I, i love just that that final phase of relinquishing control and being like well it'll it'll be what it'll be now and like yeah
2: relinquishing control yeah Uh, dude that's what my art's always been about relinquishing control totally it's controlling you pretty much yeah yeah um there
1: there was a version adam did of the video where i had about four heads and i looked like a a deity or a god and i was like i don't really want to be seen like that like let's maybe take that one so it's like tiny little revision (laughs) i'm not a god bro but like (laughs) yeah little tiny little things but otherwise yeah i I love the idea of just like the all-out um creativity for sure
2: yeah. Dude. Although I do love the God idea, though it looked cool, but it was
1: evil and like yeah, like a deity, and I was like, I'm not sure that I am that, you know. Yeah, and that that's what that's what the only the only um as far as revisions or changing ideas, that's where it comes into play for me is like this all has to be me and who I am at the end of the day. If anything doesn't feel like me or feels inauthentic or feels like I'm trying to, you know portray myself a certain way to achieve a certain goal. Like I said before, mm. I have to keep myself in check with like, what is authentic. Mm. Um, and if anything isn't, then I kind of reel things in and go, okay, let's not do that sort of thing. Um, I think that's the only, the form of clarification I have with ideas for sure.
2: For sure, man, you feel it, you know, you yeah. know it, yeah. you basically know it. Um, and you add to your knowledge through that process.
1: You enhance it, hopefully.
2: You Enhance it,
0: exactly. Yeah. Learning
2: all the way, learning all the time. So yeah, it's very cool.
1: hundred yeah. percent
0: question here from the chat cool you, you, you talked earlier about the lockdown and actually being a positive for you guys at opening up some new possibilities and stuff has that how has that been with lockdown ending now that or, or not and you know our lockdown ending but COVID still going has that meant another change in how you operate and a, a overflowing of ideas or a sense of scared of the possibilities of what's next or how has that been it's a great question really
1: great question who, great. can we ask who ask yeah, that nick asked Is that dale yeah. yeah oh nice love Friend Dale.
0: show dale yeah lovely oh, dale oh, yeah, wow.
2: yeah um who's gonna start
1: <laughs> up to you man all right i'm um, sure
2: okay well 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 with me um you know the, i mean the lockdown obviously change things in, in in the way that it brought out a positive and now it's a different thing now it's changing a little bit and now we've got to change it up a little bit um, in terms of how we look at it I, mm. I think you know yeah because you know every every um, you know environment that you're in you have to adapt to it mm. in order for you to uh, you know to, to flourish pro- to, yeah, to flourish to yeah. propel um, that kind of stuff so we've got to change it up a little bit um, but yeah I think uh, it's an exciting time as well. Um, and we just got to, you know, play it a bit different in terms of certain things. So, you yeah. know, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Let's say that. Yeah. Are you, you going to move back to the car park? No, nah, I, I I actually like working from home because it gives me uh, a lot of freedom in that sense. You and know? you're closer to your family as well, which is got to be family, nice. Close to family, hundred percent. You know, and and you know, we're working towards we're working towards obviously a bigger space, right? Because it does have its challenges for being a smaller space. Yeah. So naturally, um, you know, the, there 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 are those limitations and, and all this stuff. But um, yeah, I think that you know we'll 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 basically pull it together and. You know, kind of look at the situation and then find the best in it because yeah. that's the thing that you kind of have to do in this mm. sense, right? Now it's almost like it's not too easy, but it's very different than before. Yeah. Your energy was a, was a certain way to react to the situation. Yeah. Now things are opening up and, uh, you know, you've become, I came, became a little bit complacent with it, right? Because it's like everything's locked down, that same energy, da da da, right? And then things open up and it's different. And it's like you completely you've you've recalibrated, so you've got to recalibrate
1: again. And there's naturally more energy, there's more happening, and more more to, I guess, distract you in a way as well, keep you busy. Oh yeah, I'm cool. I'm still doing all the right things, and it's like no, I'm actually just in movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's the that's what's been for me is like the acceleration of like. Dude, since the release for the past two months, it's been it's been insane. Yeah, all, all po- very positive things, mm. but certainly keeping like my energy levels in check and trying to keep the practice I had in lockdown as far as staying present and and um, stealing time when I need to a bit has been really important just not to burn out. Um, and it, but it was such a gift, like just having that abundance of time, just feeling that that amount of like, okay, I can really take the time with the process. I can read. I can write um having all that time to yourself to really like yeah reflect on certain things was great um but then when the quick acceleration has been like wow well, okay i'm just trying to keep that level yeah, of presence yeah. with everything's kind of unfolding that way yeah, definitely um yeah. but i had a lot of a lot of those times this year man like i did that retreat in april obviously the various lockdowns like i had a lot of time to really um refine how i keep myself present and, and focused and happy um and, yeah, it's always really fun, especially coming back from the retreat of doing that, the 10 days of complete silence um, and wow. coming back to the, the real world. Again, that was a rapid acceleration of, like, wow, there's so much noise yeah, and stimulation and in, things yeah. taking me out of this internal focus that I've got. Um, so it's a great constant test to be aware of to go back to that full speed, I reckon. Um, exactly, man. Which is all, yeah, but all good things.
2: Exactly. you know, It just tests you out. It's just another... It's just another, you know, part of the process, really. So you know? many tests, man. in, in, yeah. <laughs> That's what life's about, so right? So many tests, right? It's just <laughs> test after test after test, right? Yeah. That could be the meaning of life, you know, yeah. how you transcend those tests, right?
1: The meaning of life.
2: The meaning of life could be that like you're bombarded with all this stuff, right? Yeah. And you kind of are. So.
1: Well, no, I, th- I I definitely think yeah. you are. I mean, I think you're bombarded with so much and yeah. I think it, it can distract you from like, I don't know, I think, I think you can like live many lifetimes to finally realize that we are here just to be of service. Yeah. To lack like to each other of the world for connection, to love each other. That's right. Um, exactly. But I think that that energy of service is so important. Energy of service. That's Talking about the meaning important. of life, I just came. Yeah, that's what I dropped that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'll, I'll let you guys go soon, but I just yeah. want to touch on something you yeah. just said. You said you did 10 days of silence. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that because people will be like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, that was you, wild. You
0: You were on a retreat and what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I heard about this technique through various friends, um, this retreat called Vipassana, where you go to a center in in Blackheath in the Blue Mountains. It's a beautiful center. Um, the, there's an elderly man who's now passed away named Goenka, who's um, of Indian origin. He founded 120 of these centers around the world. And his whole, his whole intention was to free people of inner misery and, and unlock inner harmony. That was his whole mission statement. And you go to these retreats at any point, anyone can go, you go for a period of 10 days. That's the minimum to go when you first arrive. Um, it's all donation based. You don't pay fees or anything. There's no, there's no business model to it. It's literally, it felt very pure. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, long story short, I went for 10 days. I meditated for between 10 to 13 hours a day. There was no eye contact, no communication. Your diet was set. I think I was a vegetarian for 10 days. Um, and you meditate in this hall. And yeah you can't write read draw there are no electronic devices there's no eye contact even with anyone wow. um very deep internal space you go oh, into goodness. which is yeah which is um quite quite intimidating um to do it to that amount but like i said having having that level of time and to be in an environment where like the outside world didn't exist for that period of time um the depth you can access is, is pretty profound and powerful and um Yeah, it was funny, man. There was uh, Obviously, we did a lot of sits and and a lot of things and I went very deep and had some great moments of connectivity and understanding. Um, Body pain was insane. Like you sit in the lotus pose for like 12 hours a day and you do it for hour long blocks. Um, You can then get up and move after an hour. But for an hour at a time, you have to be in this pose with your legs crossed. Man, I felt like I had like daggers in my back and my knees were going to pop at one point. And you have this whole understanding about what pain is. And, and trying to like not judge or acknowledge it and just the whole idea is, is to practice um, just non-judgment and accept things how they are and not how you want them to be. So when, when you're meditating, if you access a deep state of meditation and you reach what the term they described it as is bunga, I guess it's a moment of true deep connection to something. The moment, if you ever experience that, the moment that you identify you're experiencing this incredible moment of connectivity, it disappears. It just goes away. And you cling to it, you attach to it, you're like, oh man, I was so close to like having that that connection <laughs> and it goes away. Similar thing with pain, the, the 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 moment that you can um, you, you not acknowledge that you're in pain, it kind of ceases and you don't want it to end and you're kind of just, you're a quantumist and accept things how they are, not how you want them to be. That was kind of the learning for me. Um... Yeah, it, it, it was wild. So learning about bodily pain, I learned a lot about ego. I realized that my ego actually got me through the retreat because I was just competing <laughs> with myself the whole time. Like I was like, yeah, 4.30 a.m. to the gong, ups every day, <laughs> meditate for 12 hours. And like, hopefully there was a bit of balanced mindfulness in that process, but but it definitely was like me versus me the whole time. And I did realize that, and that's kind of what inspired this whole world of success, stains, is that nurturing ego and self-confidence to a point that it's motivating you and pushing you and helping you realize your potential and helping other people ego can be healthy and every time they told me every day we wanted to dispel ego from the world i didn't really agree with it um mm. and i've tried to come back and nurture that that potentially negative thing into a positive positive. Mm. and i've really enjoyed exploring that beautiful yeah that's a short oh, version oh, of the nice. retreat it was, it was version, infinite yeah, yeah. hours of like pain and agony but uh, yeah it was, it was fine man. it definitely changed my whole level of um understanding of focus and potential for sure
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. Wow. And thankfully, you're not silent tonight and we can talk to you. So yeah, <laughs> you it was it. funny. I had my
1: birthday party a few weeks later and I was like, yeah, guys, I'm actually a monk now. Like, you know, I'm celibate, I'm not drinking, I don't do anything like that anymore. And everyone's like, wow, this is incredible. And then I, obviously it was made up, but everyone <laughs> believed it.
2: But you know, it, it, you know what's funny? Re- remember we were talking about before uh, a while back um, that the the landscaper for the uh, retreat, That is a wild... Th- see please,
1: how, please. That, okay, yeah, okay. that's a wild right. six degrees moment.
2: All right, so we have... <laughs> So there was a bit of destiny in how we kind of met because my mentor on the street um, when I was painting 2008 2010 going to Sydney yeah uh, in Newtown is uh, a really amazing artist. His name is Maurizio Franco, uh, Italian dude. Um, he you know stretched his own canvas, all this stuff, and he. Created his own art movement through sculpture. So, uh, when I say sculpture, I mean natural sculpture through boulders and stones and things like that. He was actually asked asked to commission the garden for that particular meditation retreat, and he told me about it. And I visited a couple of years ago, and um, you know, and I tried in you know a little bit of meditation in one of the rooms, and it was just absolutely incredible. And mm. now, you know, years later, I find find that I'm collaborating, you know, with with Kirkland, who has the connections with the same retreat which is quite insane well it
1: was crazy because we talked about that literally two weeks ago <laughs> yeah, when i arrived at the true. retreat they were like we had some because yeah. they have anonymous <laughs> um uh, donations from people that have been to the retreat wealthy yeah. really wealthy people because it's all donation based the way they run yeah. the center funded everything so they were saying uh, uh, one uh, in uh, do- person who donated literally made this entire path you're walking down this beautiful tiled path that leads up to the the main hall um and that was that was like a few weeks before i was there that it got finished which is crazy incredible, um incredible stuff that place is sacred man it, it, it was really so is. wild and i re- like i remember mm-hmm. we so my friend and i sit we we went to the retreat together we came back together about two months later to serve for a weekend so you can go and serve and do you know um yard work and like help around the retreat and help the center and stuff mm-hmm. and we went back to do that and i, I was at the at the end of a 30-day retreat which is like expert 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 level where you go for 30 days and dude people wow. like they were describing stories people going to the train station afterwards like they'd walk people down and they just look at the ticket machine of the train station and just stare at it and be like get your card out do you think and they'd be like oh and like, it <laughs> like, or like
0: it's like bloody black yeah
1: so i was like i never want to do a 30-day course ever <laughs> um, but we went there after a bunch of senior meditators had done this 30-day course again i'm just gonna hold it yeah and, we'll, uh, we'll wrap, up we'll, yeah, wrap <laughs> it up but uh yes yeah, so we went there and we we sat in the hall after these meditators had been there for 30 days meditating and you could feel this energy in the hall man like it was like it, you know they'd meditated for so many so many hours every day and my friend Sinon and i we just went in and sat down and just sank into this deep cloud of bliss and just i had the best meditation of my entire life and i had maybe two thoughts in the whole hour it was this insane state of just stillness wow. um to
2: get to that level of stillness that is not easy
1: yeah but it was pure. like I was it, thinking. It's it's the only time I felt like energy really existing in a place. Like I feel it with people. I feel vibration and wavelength with certain people. But feeling it in a, in a place in a location was profound. It was like wow, energy really is a thing, and we we it's we thinking. dispel energy and leave it in places. It's wild. It's incredible. Very yeah. cool.
2: We can travel to anywhere we want when we have that energy, and that realization, right?
1: Yeah, and it's an infinite. It's what, an infinite. what we what we put into what we're doing now, and what remains permanently forever. Like that, that's infinite. It's
2: beautiful what we're doing now.
1: I'm grateful it's for just, it, man. For yeah, real.
2: me too. Me too. Very grateful
0: We're grateful to have you here in the flats, guys. Thank uh, you for having us back, man. Appreciate you, it. Thank for you for coming well. in. And uh, pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thanks to Capital Brewing again for uh, helping us out here on the channel. Support local. But, yes. uh, yeah, yes. thank you so much, guys. You can catch Kirk uh, this Saturday, so get down to UC yeah. Hub, uh, Live. Yeah, yeah UC, UC Hub, I think. UC Hub. Yeah, and, University uh, of Canberra. Yeah. yeah. Get some tickets and go check out uh, what these guys have created. should be a fun night. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, all the best, guys, and we'll catch you again soon, I'm sure. Thank you, Nick. Thank you so much, Nick. See you, mate.